Welcome back to Clydesdale Media, where we bring you the best from the world of CrossFit. Podcasts, news, special interest, health, fitness. If you like what you hear, hit that subscribe button. Hit the notifier so you're the first to know when we have new episodes. Sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. Welcome back to the Clydesdale Media Podcast. My name is Scott Switzer. I am the Clydesdale, and I am so privileged to be with this year's 35 to 39-year-old CrossFit Games champion, Brian Wong. What's going on, Brian? Hey, Scott. Nice to be here. Uh, good to finally be on your podcast, officially. Yeah. Yeah, last we actually talked at Masters Fitness Collective last year. Yep. And I had technical difficulties where your mic didn't work uh, during that interview. <laughs> so it, it went to the, uh, the cutting room floor, as they say. Oh, yeah. That's all right. Yeah. So, was, you, you'd think was... I'd know what I was doing being a professional, but I don't always check everything like I'm supposed to. You know, mistake, mistakes happen I, every day. Every day on my job, I learn something new. <laughs> yeah. Well, I want to open with, I'm going to share my screen real quick. Um, and what I, what I want to show you is your homepage with CrossFit. And can you see that? Yeah. So how does it, how does it feel when you open up your homepage and you have that big first underneath your name i mean it's pretty it's pretty cool but to be honest with you i haven't actually looked at it yet so um but yeah it's it's a cool feeling man i i never expected to even um you know make it to the games and, and let alone be first so i mean that's you know that's accomplishment of a lifetime for me you know <laughs> well i know last year when we talked at at masters fitness collective you were doing what they, they were what they were calling the baby masters division. You yeah. would have been like at the oldest tier of that 30 to 34 year old division. Mm -hmm. And I, I believe you won last year at MFC, correct? Yeah, that's correct. Yep. I was the so, uh, I was the old guy in the in the baby's masters group. So in the 30 to 30 to 34 range. And for our listeners that don't know, like I've been a volunteer in the central regional or central east regional sense way back in the day, like 2014. So I have seen you a ton. Yeah. yeah. Right. Um, because you were a perennial regional participant, um, but never got that shot at the big show. Yeah. Yeah. I started in. Uh, yeah. I started in 2016 was my first trip to, to regionals. You know, and it's always been at the in the central region. It's always been like the the stacked region. You know, for yeah. forever. I mean, it had Rich, you know, and then and then Rich left, and then uh, you had, you know, the, some other big names in there like uh, Panchik and and uh, Graham Holmberg and Dan Bailey was in there for a while, and then you know Matt Fraser came in. So it's always been the you know the stacked region. So I was never yeah, I, I never crazy. finished in the inside the top ten there. Yeah, as a fan, it was awesome, but as a participant, I'm sure it was very frustrating. 
Yeah, I mean, it was fun. It was a learning experience. I mean, you know, you can't go in there. You can't go in with that group expecting to, you know, have an easy time of it, right? Yeah, I know um, my gym owner, who is Patrick O'Connell, uh, Christie's husband, for those of you who don't know. And he said the highlight of his career was when he made regionals and he was in the, the hundreds. And he looked down the line and it was Froning, Bailey, Holmberg, Hendren, all these things. And he was in the same heat as them. And that is the highlight that he got to compete on the same floor with all of them. Yep. Yeah. It's something, it was something cool for me. You know, I never, um, you know, I, I think I started in 2014 and then, you know, 2016, I'd been following for a couple of years and just to be, I think I, I got in the hot heat on the, like the final day of that 2016 regional. And, and then I absolutely, you know, crapped my pants on the first workout, <laughs> you know, but it was fun. It was awesome sharing the floor with those guys. Yeah. So when we talked last year, you talked about how you were dipping your toe in this master's waters thing. And that you thought that if you, if you put some effort in, you would have a shot at making the games. Um, and, and the MFC was kind of your first step down that, that path. So what did you learn at MFC that made you kind of go for it this year in the master's division? Man, uh, I don't know. That kind of just, just little, little fire under me, you know, I, I didn't, um, I don't want to say I learned anything new, but it kind of just gave me the confidence to, to kind of, you know, pursue it a little bit. I think that was, uh, that was kind of the big thing, the big takeaway for me. I didn't, I went in, you know, trying to, you know, be a top 10 or, you know, maybe podium there. And then I ended up winning and it's, it, you know, I, it just gave, it gave me a little confidence back because I hadn't competed for, I think, over two years, you know, at that point. Well, and, and in the master's world, if you're at the top end of that age bracket, that's that's a tough road to hoe. Cause you're, you're giving up five years to the people in the youngest end of that bracket. Um, and I know that experience and all that stuff kind of plays its part, but if you go to a major competition like MFC and you win it as the oldest person in the division, it's got to give you confidence. Yeah. Yeah, yeah it, it did. And, and, uh, I, I don't, I didn't think of it like that. I mean, you know, still in that, in that age bracket, you know, we were kind of all even, even players. You're still kind of young still. Um, uh, but you know, granted when you get to 35 and you're going against guys that are, you know, pushing 40, that's, that definitely gives you a little bit of an advantage. But, yeah. yeah. And you, you competed at the highest levels into your thirties because even after regionals, you, you did some of the, uh, sanctional events. Um, I think Wadapalooza, maybe yeah. strength and depth. No, um, I did Wadapalooza and the uh, um, the Filthy One Hundred and Fifty in the oh, two thousand nineteen. Yep. Yeah, and that was that was a yeah. stacked one too. That one had uh, uh, Justin Medeiros and and Roman uh, Krennikov, um on the podium at that one too. So, yeah. yeah. So, you go to the games, and what was it like? Just like walking in getting the swag it was your first time there you know you're treated like royalty when you go in and noble gives you all the stuff 
Like, what was all that feeling after all these years of competing? I mean, I, it was it was cool. I kind of really had no idea what to expect. I mean, I thought just – I was thinking, like, the, the regionals treatment, you know, they kind of go in and um, they give me, like, the jerseys and, and things like that and then, you know, kind of boot me out. But, man, I, like – I went in there with a backpack and I'm like, I don't know how I'm going to carry all this stuff back to my, you know, back to my car. I had like a, you know, backpacks full of shoes and one for just shorts and then another one for accessories. It was, it was out of control. I had no idea. So, uh, but the, but the, the real feeling was kind of walking in and, and kind of getting the tour and the lay of the land. I mean, like, here's where you'll be competing. Here's the, um, here's the, uh, the Coliseum. I mean, that was cool. Just walking in there and seeing it. Yeah. So is that the first time you'd been to the event? Yeah, I haven't even been to the games uh, until then. Wow. Yeah. Um, all the stuff you probably watched on a stream at one point, now it's reality and it's right there in front of your face. Yeah, yeah. Gen generally, it was uh, if, if I was watching the games, I was streaming it um, live at work or something. You know, while I've, <laughs> I've, got, I've got it going in the background while I'm crunching numbers on, the, on a different screen, so. Yeah, I think we all do that. Yeah. Um, so you, you get there, you get the tour. Day one of competition starts up. How are you feeling going into the games this year? Do you Are you going in with a sense of confidence or just at making it a learning experience to kind of see what it's all about? Uh, man, I, I wanted to do um, – I just wanted to have fun and, and enjoy the experience. Uh, you know, I kept telling my coach he, – he was kind of giving – he was kind of – give me a hard time because I kept telling him, you know, I'll, I'll finish top 10, you know, there's, that's, that's my, <laughs> that's my guarantee. And uh, he, he kind of gave me a hard time because he wanted me to have that confidence. But um, I, I think I probably did it more just to keep my, um, keep my cool and the anxiety down. But cause, cause that's what I was feeling mostly, you know, anxiety. I was anxious. I wanted to get in and do work and um, you know, I just, just swim in my lane and do my best and, you know, see how, it, see how it turned out. The years I've watched you compete, you've always been like this steady Eddie, right? You, you don't get like super emotional one way or another. You just kind of keep trucking along. Do you think that helps you on a competition floor or is that just a really good poker face? Um. Yeah, I, I don't know. I mean, it's kind of probably a little bit of both. I, I try to, you know, like you go back in the in the warm up area, and there's there's all different sorts of people. There's um, guys that try to stay loose and, and relax, and and there's guys that are super serious and they got to get in the zone. And, and that's that's just not me. I enjoy working out. Um, I'm the I'm the relaxed guy. I like to joke and um, you know talk a little trash and, and kind of make it, make it fun. And I and I think having been to both kinds of events, the masters really lend itself to that. You yeah. know, most of the masters are guys that are working a full-time job. This is a passion on the side that they, they kind of do and have fun with. And so the backstage is a lot more loose than in the open division. Oh, for sure. I, I did. I had a lot more fun this year at the games than I, than I would at a typical, like a, like the regionals or any event like that. I, I like to, I enjoyed it a lot and, and, you know, spent a lot of time and especially because there's only 10 competitors, you really get to know the guys and, and kind of learn their personalities and stuff. It was pretty cool. Yeah. You're all in the top heat and you're there the whole time. Yeah. yeah. 
so you go through the weekend. Um, what I found fascinating is for someone who won the event, you didn't win your first event until I think it was event seven. Yeah. Eight. Yeah. The, the swimming event of all the things. And maybe it's because I didn't have that hair on the top of my head dragging me down or something, you know, it's, um, yeah, there you go. Yeah. Uh, it, yeah, the swimming event was the only one that I that I won, and I really funny funny story. I didn't even know that I won. I I was walking around for like probably the half hour. I I didn't even figure out until we were on the bus back to the the Coliseum that I had won. So I I just nobody kind of knew what was going on. I had the the screen uh, the monitor had the, like a bag over it, and you couldn't see very well because it was just there's water on it. And I left my goggles on, and and they they had water in them, so I was just. <laughs> I was just cranking on that ski erg and, and it finished and I had no idea what happened, but I knew, um, you know, I knew I swam hard and I enjoyed it. So, <laughs> so a couple questions about that event. One, how cool was it that every division did that event and you uh, could almost compare and contrast to the other divisions. And I, th I thought it was awesome. Um, I really liked seeing all the different, um, you know, from the, on the master side, seeing how every, um, you know, every age group did. And, you know, especially like the teens and stuff, man, they just killed it. Some of them were just, it was amazing to see that. And then, and then obviously to compare yourself to the, you know, the, the other, the, the men's elite group, the, um, like, um, you know, how you stacked up against them and, it was just interesting to see. I really enjoyed that aspect of the workout for sure. Yeah. And did, did you take a peek at the open division men just to kind of see where you'd fall? Yeah, actually, I, I personally haven't done any like leaderboarding in that. I kind of didn't, but when I was, I was on a, I was on a, I think with like Matt Rattay, I was on a, a call with him and he looked it up and I, I think I would have been, I don't know, somewhere I would have finished somewhere around Pat Vellner or something. Okay. But, but I'm not know sure that's the best thing dur during a swim event. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> um, so looking at that, so my background is in swimming uh, as well as some other sports. When I look at that event, I didn't see it as a swimming event. I saw it as a skier event. Yeah, yeah, it, for sure. That's, that's exactly what it was. Um, I mean, obviously, if you're you're not a – a good swimmer that kind of hurts you a little bit um and i i think i'm usually i'm pretty comfortable in the water i'm just not you know i'm not fast so i just wanted to keep my breathing my rhythm um steady and not panic so that i could get out and make it a, a skiing event but I, I could see if you if you panic a little bit in the water where that would that would definitely hurt you on the ski so um yeah but it was definitely just how hard you wanted to crank that ski or get the end yeah because up until the last two rounds, if you could comfortably get through the water and then get through just the, the, the calories you needed in that round, then you were good to go. And then the last two rounds is really where you had to like head mm -hmm. down, finish fast. So you had more time and plug away on that ski erg as hard as you could. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's yeah. I tried to, I, I, my strategy I think was like to try to finish and, you know, with 15 seconds on the clock, just every round and try to, that way I wasn't pushing myself too hard on that skier just to try to, trying to low and slow the whole time and, and save a little, um, a little juice for the end, you know? 
Yeah. So then in that week, you won that event. You took four seconds, which is probably what won you the games, yeah. is that consistency. What was your favorite event out of all of that? Ooh. Um, probably the Carrion Karen, um, which, which it was also the worst event, in my opinion. It, it hurt the worst. But uh, yeah, I, I, I don't know. I just enjoyed it. I like the strong men, the, like the, the odd objects carrying and the, just the grind of the sled push. Um, that was probably my favorite uh, event. That and it, it ended with kind of a, a, a sled race against uh, Josh Marunde. So um, that kind of made it exciting too. Uh, but yeah, that, that odd object and, you know, I mean, everybody loves wall balls. So, you know, it, it, it was fun. That was a good one for me. What's the event that you were most proud of at the end of the week? Not necessarily the best finish, but what you personally overcame something in. Man, um, that's a good question. Probably the probably the swim and ski event. Um, I, I really had it in in my mind that I was gonna finish at like you know eighth or something like that, and. And I just, I, I had to tell myself just because, you know, I've only, I've only competed in, an, in a swim event and like probably three different, you know, CrossFit events. So uh, I just had to tell myself, you know, just do swim. I mean, no pun intended, but swim in your lane, do your thing and, you know, see how it works out. And um, I really, I really thought I'd finish in like the, you know, the bottom two or three and, and I totally surprised myself there. So at the end of the day, you, you take the gold. There was a, a ceremony inside the beer garden, but then they brought you out on the floor with the Coliseum packed. Mm -hmm. You got to wear your medal out there. You got to go out with all the other champions. What was that experience like? Because that Coliseum was rocking. Yeah, that, that was cool. Um, just one, you see all the athletes and, and, um, being with all these people, right? I mean, they're all champions for their age groups. They're all, you know, the, and the adaptive groups and just to, to share a floor with all those people and all the great things that they've done, all the time that they put in and to kind of share that one moment. Um, and then also, you know, the, the fans, most of the times, uh, you don't when you go out on the competition floor I, I mean me personally i don't see the fans i don't i try not to focus on anything except for my lane whatever's right in front of me so like to go out there and see like all these people that are watching and and i, I mean that was a really cool experience so you know it's 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 a lot different when you you just go out you do your workout and then you you get off the floor so you say you keep focused on your lane i know your wife tara like like to be at the end of your lane yeah yeah so how important is it for you to be able to see her during an event um not not really to be honest with you um she she likes to be in my lane to watch me and um but i I really love being able to share like the moment at the end of a workout with her. So like during, during the event, I, I don't notice anything other than, you know, whatever's right in front of me, you know, I focus on the, the next step and, uh, but, but it's really cool to share like 
the ex- the experience once that's over with to just give her that moment to her and share it with her. Um, so like, you know, I, I screwed up and I, I didn't, I, I blew it. I didn't get the Coliseum passes. I thought those were included. And so she didn't get to see any of the Coliseum events until the, of course the very last wow. one. So, um, but what was cool was on that very last one, she, she found the, the, which was like the sandbag clean workout. She found uh, someone that was able to, was willing to part ways with their ticket for a little bit. And she got in there and she got to be at the end of the lane when I, when I won and it was, you know, solidified. And that was, that was awesome for, for me. Cause I got to see her and my kids and kind of, you know, share that moment with them. So, I mean, that was, that was probably my favorite moment of the, of the weekend, just finishing and being, you know, knowing that I had won and her being right there with the kids to, to celebrate with me. So, so you have two kids, two sons. Um, I got uh, one boy and one girl, one boy, one girl. Okay. And they were all there at the games this year. Yep. 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 My, my boy, uh, Nash, he's, He's three, and and my girl Nova, she's uh she's about to turn six. Okay, and do they what do they say about Daddy when they see the gold medal, and you out on the competition floor? Um, yeah, they're they're mostly focused on the you know the next round of snacks coming up. Uh, but you you tell my my daughter's pretty proud proud of me. She talks about it all. She still talks about it. Um, you know the competition and, and winning, but. Um, yeah, they were at the, at the end of the day, those are the, the events like CrossFit events are they're t- It's tough for them. They like to see the workouts, but the days are long and especially when it's hot out. It's, um, yeah. And it not, was brutal this year. Oh yeah. It was the, especially out there, like in the midday at the, uh, in the, the stadium, it was, it was toasty. Yeah. So how important you hadn't competed in two years. So your kids probably don't have any memory of you like out on a competition floor before this year. How cool was it that you had that moment for them to be able to watch you and see what you, you kind of do on the side from your day to day job? Yeah. Um, well, so I, I've, I've competed. So, you know, in the, in the past couple of years, I competed at master's fitness collective and, and, um, prior to that, I think the last one would have been the 2020 um, Wadapalooza. Um, uh, so they they didn't really watch that, um, but yeah, they Masters Fitness Collective probably is the first one that they saw um, where I actually they actually watched me compete. And um, my son doesn't really get it, but my daughter really she's really enthusiastic about it, and, and she thinks it's cool. Um, but she, you know, when, when she found out like that I'd won and I got like a medal and stuff like that, they were all about it. They're like, Oh, the medal. And I let them wear it around for a little bit too. So, um, they, I thought that was cool. Uh, what are, do you have it displayed somewhere? Yeah, I have it hanging on my, uh, right now it's, it's temporarily in the, in the, in the wall in the bedroom. So, um, I didn't, I didn't, my wife hung it there. I don't know if that's the best place for it, but yeah. <laughs> it might it might move it's, it might move over to the home gym. Um, I've got it. I've got the the fittest in. It's it's kind of in a, like a shadow box with the fittest on earth T shirt with the the uh, metal um, hanging around it. So 
Yeah, that's much nicer than what Anna Tobias does with hers, just to let you know. Oh, yeah? Yeah, her Olympic gold medal and her um, two CrossFit Games gold medals are in a drawer in a bag. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> hey, I mean, it's... Yeah, I don't, I don't, uh, I'm not sure, like, uh, I don't know. I'm not, I'm not one to, to brag about, you know, thing, things like that. I think there's a lot of other important stuff, but, you know, I, my wife was, my wife and I talked about it, like putting it up and, um, you know, having a, a display and I, I don't know, it, it'll probably just go out in the garage some, somewhere at, at some point, but, you know, it's pretty, it's a pretty, pretty cool display she made for me. So I, I really appreciate that. So the last thing I want to ask you about the games is you get up on the podium and you're on the podium with Roy Gamboa and Craig Kinney, mm -hmm. two longtime OGs of the sport as well. That also had to like almost vindicate your spot that, that you did something special because they've, they've been there for a long time and that to be able to top them at the games is pretty cool. Did you look around and say like, wow, this is, this is pretty awesome. Yeah, uh, for sure. I, you know, I've, I've always kind of chased, I've always watched, you know, Roy on the, on their leaderboard board and, and uh, I've always been a fan of his cause I, I, you know, he's a nice guy. He's kind of quiet, but he's, you know, um, super nice guy. And, and um, I've always just enjoyed watching him kind of, he's kind of, a similar athlete to me There's, he's not real flashy he doesn't win a lot of events but he's steady and uh up there at the top and you know just to compete with those guys i thought was you know such a great experience but then you know when when i'm standing up there on the podium with him i was like man this is this is it i, I did something that i set out to do you know 10 years ago finally made it there and you know i never thought i would you know the only thing would you know, I I really wish like Sam Dancer would have had a I would have had an opportunity to compete against him again, um, because he he's you know again he's another great athlete, uh, super great guy, and and he deserved to be there too. And it, he brings a lot of uh, fandom to the sport. There's a lot of people that follow him, and um, but you know, unfortunately, he you know he had to drop out on the, before even the first event, and uh, you know, but still to share the competition floor with all those guys and then let alone be on the podium with them was, was just an awesome, awesome experience. Yeah. It's, it's sad about Sam because he came in in great shape. It would have been a fun, fun event to see the two of you go head to head. Mm -hmm. Uh, that's a shame he got hurt right before the games. Yeah. Yeah. That's, I, you know, that was a, a big, you know, concern of mine. I, I was, you know, dealing with, uh, kind of the same thing, like a, my a bicep, slight bicep injury. And I've been nursing it for a few weeks and uh, it just, you know, got, ended up getting better just in time. And, and I didn't really notice it much on the, uh, while we were competing. So that was, that was one thing. I mean, he said that I was like, man, that is, I had the, the same fear. Like it could be, you know, he, I think he said he, he heard it just warming up. He jumped up on a pull-up bar to do some just like strict pull-ups and, and it, and it just popped and, and I just, I always have, I always have those same concerns, you know, now that I'm getting older, it's, it's, it's serious stuff, man. I woke up the other day and my ankle was just like swollen. I had no idea what I did. <laughs> I couldn't walk on it. 
you know tell me about it <laughs> i'm 52 and my workout today has me hurting pretty bad yeah so <clears throat> so mfc's coming up in like gosh eight days uh, something like I that think, yeah nine maybe eight or nine yeah yeah right around the corner and then. uh and they've announced all the workouts except for the final yeah um you're gonna hop back in the pool are you do you got more confidence going into a pool workout at mfc yeah yeah i do um i saw well after i saw the workout it's only 50 meters um at a time so you know that's kind of the same thing now i just have to be fast in the water because it, tr it truly is a swimming event right it is straight up swim yeah uh is there any of the workouts that you looked at and said "Ooh, that's a good one for me uh no no not at all actually <laughs> I, i've been kind of nervous about them um <laughs> i i've been dealing with kind of like a, a foot and, and ankle um you know injury is kind of a nagging injury so um you know almost all the workouts are you know like running you've got uh, the, the crossover singles and then uh, uh box jumps and, and snatch and stuff so that's it's been tough tough on my ankle trying to work around those and, and practice some of those workouts but i'll be I, I think i'll be healthy by the time they come around but yeah We'll, we'll see. I just got to do. I do my do my thing and kind of finish just just outside of the spotlight every every round, right? Yeah. So, are you going to take the family to Fort Wayne? Yeah. Um, my actually, my I have family that lives in Fort Wayne and and will will likely stay with them. So, um, and and it's just for me the the Coliseum is like a forty minute drive from where I live, so it's a nice, nice, nice location and. Uh, my, my sister lives there like 20 minutes from the, the Coliseum. So we'll just probably stay with them. And do you, you live in Ohio? Uh, I live in, in Indiana. Indiana. I live in Warsaw, Indiana. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I knew you were close to us. I just didn't know exactly how close. Uh, Cause I'm in Columbus, Ohio. So yeah. Yeah. Not, so not too just, far. Just two and a half hour drive up for us. Yeah. Yeah, I live. In, yeah, I'm in. I'm in Warsaw. It's just uh, just west of um, Fort Wayne on on 30. So Warsaw, Indiana, the orthopedic capital of the world. In case you didn't, in case you were curious where that is. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So one of the uh, one of the vendors, uh, Vindicate, he says he wishes his drive was only 40 minutes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I see that. Uh. And if you don't know who Vindicate is, he's a, he makes the most awesome t-shirts and apparel out there. Uh, so he's going to be a, cool a vendor guy. there. Yep. Yeah. Which I'll check him out. And so, so you're going to be there. It's not defending your title cause you're in a new division completely. Mm -hmm. uh, so you're setting a new standard in the, in the 35 to 39. Um, what I love about MFC and I wanted to get you your impressions. It's like we talked about with the masters being more loose behind the scenes mm -hmm. than the open division. All the athletes just walk around. Like if you're a fan of the sport, all the athletes are just like hanging out in the stands, in the crowd, walking around, walking mm -hmm. around vendor village. There's no like pretense to the whole thing. Um, it is a blast. Um, do you do you feel a, a sense of duty or just an enjoyment hanging out with the fans at an event like that? Oh, I enjoy it. I, I love that. Um, 
you know, and, and I like where I can go out and actually watch the events too, like the other, uh, the other heats and the other um, age groups go. Um, that's one thing. Like at the at the games, I didn't, you know, we were kind of moving back and forth from one thing, one one event to the next, and you had to be in the right place at the right time. And you know, I, you know, at Masters Fitness Collective, I can, you know, during the rest time, I can just walk around the corner and watch and you know, sit in the stands and be part of the experience myself. And that that's kind of fun too. So, um, and then, yeah, and then of course I've, it's, it's, it's kind of a, a smaller, I don't know, it's not a, not a small venue, but it has like that regionals feel like you can, you can walk out and you can go just be part of the, part of the action if you want to. And you didn't have, you don't have to travel very far to go and go and, uh, you know, experience anything. So it's pretty cool. Yeah. I think they're going to have three, three active floors this year. Oh, no way. That'd be cool. because they have because they have the teams of two and all the divisions um they're gonna run three floors simultaneously and then the swim event off off campus but mm -hmm. um but yeah it's gonna be crazy there's gonna be something going on all the time i keep i keep forgetting about the teams i think that'll be a fun fun thing to watch too uh, last year they didn't do the teams and that's uh, kind of I was, if I wasn't, if I wasn't going back to, to compete as an individual, I probably would have found somebody that would wanted to go and uh, do a team one with me on that. Yeah. There's some really interesting teams. Like people have teamed up um, some different champions. Uh, yeah. Vindicate is bringing up, there's over 550 com competitors this year. Yeah. As opposed to 190 last year. Yeah. That's amazing. That's awesome. Yeah. So that'll be fun. Um, hopefully that'll... the crowds come with them. Oh yeah. Well, it, it'll make it a little more crazy, but it'll be a lot more fun to watch a lot more, uh, uh, a lot more just things to explore. You know, I, I love watching the team events. It's so much fun to see. And then, you know, obviously the, the other masters and the, the age groups are, those are a blast to watch too, but something about, uh, something about the team. I always played team sports. So something about that, that camaraderie that you see out there is, is, I don't know. It gets me excited, I guess. Yeah, and you've got some legends going team like Ron Ortiz and um, uh, Will Powell and oh, yeah. some of those older divisions. Uh, legends of the sport, multiple uh, gold medalists at the games going team. It's going to be a fun fun event to watch. <clears throat> Before I let you go, Brian, I, I want to talk about your background a little bit because it's a little bit fascinating to me. And the first thing is, I don't know if you know this, but but we share something in common and that is we're both Chicago bears fans. Oh yeah. It's a good stuff right. right there. It's not been a great season. <laughs> no, no. The, the last week I got, some, I have some optimism. Oh yeah. I got going to have a quarterback for the first time in a long time. Yeah. Yeah. I, I watched that. I, I don't watch every week, but I, I did get to watch that last one. That was exciting. Yeah. So I have, I've been a diehard Chicago Bears fan since the early 80s. Um, how does a, a kid from eastern Indiana become a Bears fan? Man, uh, so north central Indiana, I mean, it, it, we believe up here that the, uh, the Bears are the original Indiana team. I mean, forget those, those Baltimore, Baltimore Colts that, you know, <laughs> the Bears are the original Indiana team. And, and up here, it's it's pretty common, actually, you know, north central Indiana for a lot of people to be Bears fans. So it's kind of it's, it's part of the territory. We're just as close to Chicago as we are to Indianapolis. So I don't know. 
And your your background, you said, is team sports, but you actually played college football. Yep. Yeah. The the, the Rose Rose Holman Institute of Technology. <laughs> and you uh, you played what position? Um, a little bit of everything actually. I played uh, mostly. I played uh, linebacker and uh, I played tailback a little bit as well. And then special teams. I was on all the special teams too. So uh, you also studied in mechanical engineering and you're still doing that to this day as your day job. Yep. Yep. I do. Uh, right now I'm working with uh, robotics and uh, a special like shot peening processes and, and, and stuff like that, making medical devices. That's just fascinating to me. Um, and so you help design those. Um, no, not on the design end. Um, you know, I have inputs to make them more manufacturable, but uh, most of the time, it's we get the we get like a print or a design, and, and we we work with uh, you know product development to create something that's manufacturable, and then then we go ahead and I put the processes and I you know develop all the uh, machining and things like that to to make it and, and make it efficient, efficiently and cost effective. That makes sense. So there's a designer who doesn't necessarily have the mechanical traits to know how to produce it. And then it comes to you to say, okay, this has to be changed so that it can actually be a real thing. Yeah. 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 Uh, and then, and then, you know, actually go through like the, the all the validations and, and all the, the, the process development to get it out the door at a cost that, you know, they want to, that they want. Right. That's, that's the other thing is, Sometimes we can, we can make it. And I tell, you know, I tell them that we can make it and they're like, well, how much? And that's when we start working, you know? Uh, yeah. But, but yeah, our, our development sites actually in, in Memphis, Tennessee. So, you know, a lot of it's done, you know, just, uh, you know, it's remote. Um, the, the guys, the development guys were kind of work remotely. So that makes it a little bit difficult, but um, yeah, we still, we still get the work done. You, I read somewhere that your first ever workout was the filthy 50. Yep. Yeah. My first, so, my first one, I, I, I saw it in the, uh, uh, and it was probably back in 2008 or 2009. I saw it in a, in a muscle and fitness magazine. Um, it, yeah, I think it was, it was probably 2009 cause I would have been in, in college at the time. So. Yeah, Muscle and Fitness Magazine. I was a subscriber, and uh, the uh, I saw that workout in there. I was like, "Man, that'd be easy. I can, I can do that." And then, you know, like it was like forty minutes later, I just in a pool of sweat, just <laughs> rolling around on the floor. Typical, still, you know, but maybe I just do it faster. <laughs> yeah, all those uh, all those light barbells are pretty misleading. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, I uh, my first ever CrossFit workout was Murph. Ooh, and it, I was over I was over five hundred pounds when I went to CrossFit for the first time, so it was a very scaled version of Murph. Uh, but now Murph holds a very special place in my heart uh, that I can I've actually done it now RX, um, yeah. but that first day was nowhere close to RX. That's awesome. That's a, that's a, a brutal one to start on, right? You know, a lot of body weight movements and yeah, but good for you, man, sticking through it. Like, 
I don't know if I would have, you know, started right out of the gates with Murph. I don't know if I would have, I don't know if I would have stuck well, around there. <laughs> when I walked into the gym and I saw that on the board and I read the description, I hadn't even met with the coach yet. I was ready to run. <laughs> not, not like the mile to start off Murph, like just to get the hell out of Dodge. Back to the car, right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, but he, luckily he came out and grabbed me before that happened. And when he scaled it back for me and it was hard, but it was really scaled. And I got to see the other people do it, the full version. Mm -hmm. Like then I, there was, that gave me something I wanted. Yeah. And, and it just, it drove me like I, for me, I don't think it, I don't think it would have clicked in if it was just a basic workout I I viewed that day. Like I needed it to be something to be motivational to get me back into that competitive um, headspace again. Yeah. That, I mean, that's awesome. That's it, it's funny how like we always do like an open gym for Murph here at, at CrossFit CrossFit Haymaker. And, you know, it's a it's kind of the same thing. People come in and they're just in, in inspired, you know, we, whether they scale or they, you know, they do it with a partner or something, they share the reps. They, um, it, some that's one of those workouts that just it's the volume is 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 there and it kind of inspires you to kind of keep moving that's a yeah yeah that's amazing and at 500 pounds and and shit, look at you now man crushing it yeah <laughs> and we're trying to get smaller now trying to lose 100 pounds before the 2023 crossfit games yeah so we're on we're we're on track <laughs> just gonna keep it going yeah, good for you, man. I I believe in you. Um, you you brought up CrossFit Haymaker, one of the coolest names for uh, a CrossFit gym. Mm -hmm. Um, grew up a boxing fan. Um, Haymakers, you know, are the are the big yeah. punch. Um, it kind of describes what CrossFit can be, right? That big punch in the face. Um, that helps you get fitter and healthier and combat disease and all of that. Um, how important has that community been in throughout your career? Um, that's, that's been, uh, that, that's been kind of a driving force for me. Um, but you know, uh, real quick on the, on the name Haymaker, it's funny you brought that up because that's exactly what it is. Our, our, uh, um, um, the owner, he, he used to, he, he fought MMA and, uh, Ryan Hill and he was, you know, um, in the Taekwondo and he felt fought professionally for a while. And then also, you know, being in, in Warsaw, Indiana, Warsaw, Indiana, most of us got our um, athletic background on the, in the hay fields, you know, so yeah, uh, dual, dual meaning. Um, but the, uh, as far as the community goes, uh, man, it's, it's been so, you know, critical to everything. You know, I never went in there uh, thinking I was going to be competitive I just wanted to be part of something. I didn't, I hated going into, like I said, I was in, in, in team sports and I hated going into like the anytime fitness or whatever. And, and uh, you know, sitting in a room full of people with headphones on and nobody's talking to each other. And, and, and it's just, it's kind of quiet. And I, I wanted to be part of a community, you know, kind of push each other and, and have some friendship. And, and uh, you know, when, when they started the gym, I was, first person to say, Hey, I'm, I'm part of it. And, uh, Ryan actually, Ryan Hill, he actually 
hired me in as a coach. So I was kind of his first coach to, to come in there. And uh, I just wanted to be part of it. I wanted to teach. I wanted to learn. And, and you know, along the way, everybody kind of encouraged me. They're like, hey, you're good at this. You've got a shot. I mean, why don't you try? Because I didn't, I would really had no interest in, in competing. I just, I just wanted to, I liked working out. <laughs> I liked being uh, the social butterfly, you know, and, and, uh, you know, even in coming into the games, I mean, there was people there that wanted to be part of it. And, and, you know, like I had guys that would come in and they would do the judging for me, or, you know, measure all the crazy floor layouts and, um, you know, they just rallied around me, kept me, kept me in a positive headspace. And I mean, it, it was amazing to be part of that community. And, uh, you know, it's, it's also awesome to see that. I mean, it's a deep community. They come, they come together for everything. I mean, we, they raise, you know, funds for people that are in need all the time. And someone has an idea, they come, uh, come and do it. I mean, uh, there's a, there's a group of, after the games, I kind of, it took a lot of the noble stuff that I had that I wasn't going to wear and, you know, all the shoes and stuff. And I sold them and, um, you know, the community, they kind of rallied around and, and they auctioned off some stuff and they did like raffles and they were able to raise money to send, um, to help pay off, um, a group in the, com a, a couple in the community that had been going to uh, missionary school. So they were able to pay, you know, fit the bill for whatever they had remaining in their, their missionary school. I mean, it's just, the community is amazing and it's, it's, it just keeps getting stronger and they keep just showing up. It's fantastic. So you mentioned missionary work. I know when we talked at MFC, faith is a very big part of your life. Mm -hmm. So how do you balance work, the competition side, your family life and your faith? Man, uh, it's tough sometimes, uh, but, you know, faith is behind it all. Uh, it's, that's what, you know, keeps me, keeps me present and it keeps me, you know, um, just there and in, in the moment. It's what kind of guides me. And, and um, I, I, you know, try to honor God with, you know, everything that I do and, and that I'd say, and, you know, inevitably I just fall short anyway, but I kind of, you know, I know, I would want to honor God with the way that I present myself when I'm at a competition or in, in the community or the way that I kind of, <clears throat> that I, the way that I spend my time with my family and even at work. And, um, you know, I, I have, I have rules and I have to set boundaries, you know, uh, with, with family too. Um, you know, I never work out after work. I try to do it, you know, in the mornings or on my lunch break, you know, in the mornings, mornings suck, but it's, you know, I, I'd rather save that time after work and spend that time with my family if I can. So, um, balance is there, but you have to have, uh, you have to have, you know, clear boundaries, uh, to do it. And, and I don't, I don't, and I don't want that to get in the way, you know? I know you said you wanted to honor God through everything that you do. How much harder is it to remember to honor him when you win the CrossFit games than when you're struggling to get to the CrossFit games? Man, I, you know, it's, 
I mean, it's not really harder. It's just you have to have that mindset before you go and do it and, and have a, a level of kind of humility. You know, I didn't I didn't do this on my own. And I just it's it's and it's you know, it's a significant achievement, but it's not the most significant achievement. And it's, you know, you know, for me, it's, you know, I, okay, I won the CrossFit Games, but how do I use my platform? How do I use my uh, my position where I'm at now to honor God and to bring things, you know, bring glory to him? And that's that's kind of the way that I think of it, right? If I win, it's it's a, it's a stepping stone toward that honoring honoring God. And, and what, what can I do to further, you know, bring glory to him? That's That's kind of the way I look at it going in. And, you know, like I said, I never, I didn't expect to win. I just, you know, I, once it happened, I, I'm like, I can, I can be, you know, a, a better steward of my faith um, by doing this now that I am where I am, right? We talked earlier about the central regional being just a stacked division, but it, but it's also full of, very devout Christian men. Mm-hmm. You know, Rich Froning does what he does for the glory of God. Dan Bailey, Graham Holmberg. Did any of that help with setting example of how to like, how to honor God in the way you act during competitions? Do you ever get a chance to talk to them about things like that? Um, I, I did actually, Dan Bailey and I, we, we kind of had a little, developed a little bit of a relationship when we were in um, Ireland um, and we had talked about uh, faith and, and honoring God. And I've always been so impressed with the way that he carries himself and, and the way that, um, you know, Dan um, just has that love and passion for God. I, I think that's, that's amazing. And the same for, same for Rich. And, you know, I don't, I've never personally spoken with Rich. Um, so, you know, I, but, but Dan, um, I definitely looked up to him as, as kind of that, um, that, that model. Um, so yeah, it's, it's, it's awesome to see that out there and, and that it's, you, you know, that those guys are doing it too. And, and you can use them as an example of how to honor God and how to bring glory, you know, in that, in that way. this is going to be a weird question. Hopefully it comes out right. But when I first started CrossFit in the gym, I was going to at the time, it had a lot of church backing, right? So, and a lot of us went to that church. So I don't know what came first, the church or the gym, the gym or the church, but at some point it, it, it kind of grew together. Mm -hmm. And, and so it helped people grow their faith while you're suffering beside one another in the gym and then afterwards you talk about it. Right. Mm -hmm. Do you have any of those experiences? It sounds like your gym is very active in missionary work. Are they active within a church that you go to there as well? Um, ever there's, there's a lot of churches in Warsaw. So everybody kind of, they go to their own, but I mean, um, there was a while that we were doing a, um, on, on Saturday mornings, we would do like a long and, you know, um, pretty pretty nasty workout and then we would do afterward we would do like a bible study or just a talk um and try to get you know a little more people people a little more involved but that kind of um you know saturdays kind of got tough to do and 
um, you know, especially around like when COVID happened. And so we haven't been doing that lately, but um, I, I would say they kind of, most of the people in that community were, you know, it was church came first, um, but, you know, we're a relatively new gym too. So uh, hopefully, you know, we're making an impact and, and people can see, you know, the fruits of the, uh, our faith and, and what God brings uh, to our lives uh, through the way we act. And, you know, if, that, if that's not the case, then we need to make a change, you know? Yeah. And I think, I think with what we had going on, half started with the church, half started with the gym, and it just kind of melded into a bigger um, blob of Christianity yeah. um, at both eventually. Um, I just want to finish up with, I read that, that you did an interview somewhere where you're not sure yet on, on the 2023 season and um, whether you're going to defend your championship yet. Um, now that you've had a little few months after the games, have you thought about whether it's worth the sacrifice to go through this again, to try to defend the title? No, I, I'm, I haven't. My, my, my method is just, to, you know, do it day by day. Um, it's not the, the most important thing in my life. So, um, you know, if, if it, if it works out, then I'll, I'll keep going. And, and that's kind of the way I did it this year. I, I, you know, um, after I finished, you know, third and quarterfinals, I kind of thought, you know, I got a, I got a chance to do this. I can, I'll kick it into high gear now and then, and we'll start, you know, training, you know, I was doing sometimes twice a day and, and just trying to, um, you know, but I did, I didn't really start training seriously until after quarter or well, right before quarterfinals, I guess. So, um, you know, that's the way I plan to do it now. I'm going to, I'm going to try to, you know, I'll, I'll keep working out because I love working out. I love doing CrossFit and I love the community, but you know, if, if I'm in a position to, to win, then, then I'll go for it at the end. You know, it's just. So what, what does the off season look like to you? Is it, um, is it just classwork like going into the, to, to jump in on a class or do you still do your own kind of thing on the side? I usually just do do my own thing on the side. Um, a, a lot of times, I'm not in there for for classes, um, and and I don't my my work schedule sometimes, you know, doesn't allow me to be in there. So you know, sometimes I'll just do my lifting at home, and then I'll do, uh, you know, like some conditioning or something on on the row or at at, at the gym during my lunch break or something. So, you know, um, if I don't jump into classes very often, but I like to be there if they're out working out and, you know, kind of heckle some of the guys at the gym and, and, you know, um, be part of, be part of the community still. I, I, I get involved, but I, I don't necessarily do the class workouts. So last question, uh, if you're, if you're only 40 minutes from Fort Wayne, how many people from your gym are coming over to watch? That's a good question. Um, I don't know. I know we have uh, at least one person is judge volunteering for the judging, um, but usually a good amount show up. Um, I think last year we had like 10, 15 people show up and just, you know, come in for at least one day. Um, yeah. But I think we had more than that actually show up for the game, which is, you know, games, which Madison's like a four and a half hour, four, four hour drive. But yeah, I, I imagine we'll have a good, 
good showing this uh, this year at the Masters Fitness Collective. A lot of guys um, and, and girls there like to like to come and watch the events too. It's more fun. And I think yeah. I think last year it was nobody really knew. It. <laughs> I just kind of showed up and and, and did it. And uh, this year, more people are kind of aware that it's going on, which is a good thing. Yeah. Well. We will see you there. Um, Kat and myself will be working the event this year. Um, I'm actually coming out of retirement to judge um, again because they right. need so many judges this year. So make sure your movements are solid. I'll be, I'll be working on that, the death and the uh, wall balls there and stuff. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Um, and so, Brian, we'll see you there. It's always a, a treat to have you on. Uh, to get to chat with you, whatever, when I see you live or on Zoom, it's awesome. Um, and so we'll see you soon, buddy. Yeah, it was great hearing from you, man. I'll see you. Can't wait. Thank you so much for joining Clydesdale Media for today's episode. If you liked what you hear, hit that like button, hit the subscribe button, and make sure you hit the notifier so you're the first to know when new episodes are out. Thank you so much for joining us and we'll see you next time with Clydesdale Media.